News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, you may have heard on the news this morning that a team of international researchers have suggested that food could be labelled as addictive to change people's diets as ultra-processed food addiction is estimated to occur, according to some sources, in 14% of adults and 12% of children. And Gay Godkin, nutritionist, joins us now. Gay, do you subscribe to this notion we should be labelling food as addictive? I do, Kira, but it's very difficult to do that. I mean, how how would we even approach that um, with our current food environment? And I think that's a huge problem for us. But yes, unfortunately, these well, I don't actually call them foods; they're food-like substances. You know, these are highly processed. They're hyper palatable. They're designed. They're actually designed so that they affect the neurotransmitters in the brain. So they they hit the taste receptors in your mouth. You get a signal going to your reward system in the brain. You keep sending those signals. And yes, eventually certain people will develop an addiction. And I see that all the time working with people here, for example, the diet drinks. You know, it's harder to give up Diet Coke, let's say, than it is certain alcohols. People become so reliant, so dependent. And it's not that they just want to do it. They're actually driven to this by this reward pathway in the brain. Okay. And it's so, so, it's so to do again, with this rapid delivery. For, pe- for people li- listening, you're, you're talking about, about the, you wouldn't call them foods, you'd call them food-like substances. What, what foods are we talking about? I'm walking around Lidl or I'm walking around Tesco. What, what, I know there's no labels currently, but what could these labels appear on? What, what kind of foods would this be slapped on? Well, I think it would be very easy to start with, as I said, the drinks, all the soft drinks, the diet drinks. Then all of the the packets, the snacky foods that people think um, are healthy. Um, you, you could start with that kind of thing. It gets a bit more tricky. You know, people say to me, um, well, I don't eat baked beans. There's nothing wrong with eating baked beans. They're not what we call an ultra processed food. So, you know, beans, tomato sauce, a little bit of corn flour. OK, maybe there's a spoon of sugar or vinegar or something in there. They're actually OK. It's more your kind of. Pringles, your Doritos, those kind of things that people are consuming after they've had their dinner or mid-morning okay. snacking. On I, those I, and Gay, as you said, Doritos, I could actually taste the tangy cheese or the chilli wave uh, in my mouth and I went, oh, God, I love them. Um, are they not okay as an occasional treat? Like, is this not, and I don't really like the term nanny state, but is this not a kind of a nanny statism that if I want to eat a few Doritos on a Friday night while watching a movie or something, what harm? Right. Well, that's a fair point. But who eats a few Doritos? If you give, if you were to give a child, say, for, for something like, let's, let's go back to what is highly ultra processed, like an ice cream. So ice cream is probably one of the worst offenders when it comes to this kind of thing. Do you ever buy um, ice cream in a box and look at how many ingredients are in there? You're not going to have two two spoons of ice cream or two Doritos. So for you, Kira, you might be able to eat uh, a small amount of Doritos on a Friday night. But there are people who are having these on a daily basis and they have to have the packet of Doritos or Pringles or whatever. And so are you saying, right, that this is nothing to do, because this is what I know the text line will light up with now in about 30 seconds. 
personal responsibility. You're saying this is out of our control because I, I, I do. <laughs> I quite like ice cream and Dorito. I don't eat them every day. I, I, I genuinely don't eat them every day, but I eat them occasionally and I'd, I'd quite like to continue to eat them occasionally. Uh, are you saying that the difference between me and somebody else is just luck because they're addicted and I'm not? No, I think that if you knew what was in those and what it's doing to your body, um, that you might make a different choice. And I mean, let's be honest, you're a medical doctor and the, the whole area of health and medicine in our in Ireland, well, health and illness is run by the medical model. And do you honestly think that medical doctors would say to people, don't eat ultra processed foods and you will be well? We haven't got that far down the line until there's more transparency on labelling and saying to people, if we ever get there, this product contains 17 industrial polymers, whatever you want to call them. And we now know that that is going to affect your health. It's certainly going to make you want more. It, these ultra processed foods are responsible for the overweight and the obesity epidemic. And it is it, it, it upsets me when I hear people saying it's willpower. It's not willpower for a lot of these people. They've just become okay. addicted to Look, the wrong choices. It's really interesting. And I'm, I'm delighted that you came on and chatted to us and explained all of that to us. Uh, that is Gay Godkin there, nutritionist. Let us know what you think. Would you like to see a label? Um, I suppose something like we see on, on, on alcohol or something like what we see on cigarettes saying this food is addictive. This food, you know, will cause obesity. This food. This food, once you pop, you can't stop or whatever the, the, the byline is. Let us know what you think about that this morning. You can drop us a WhatsApp, even a voice note. 87 106. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.